HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. I'm here. I made it after the traditional Palm Sunday ass fucking by the MTA. I'm talking about about shuttle buses, G trains that don't run, and I got rooked on the transfer too. So they, they beat you on the transfer. They beat me out of the transfer after the shuttle bus. Oh man! But nonetheless, Indignities. nonetheless, if we can we can make it uh, forty what? years in the desert, we can certainly uh, make it thirty what? minutes crossing Greenpoint. What's what's the connection between ass fucking and Palm Sunday? And Palm Sunday, if the MTA is involved, you you're can, obviously you not can a count. Catholic. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Just wondering if there was like some kind of intri- intrinsic connection if, if, if between the two actions. No, but if it's the holiday and it's the MTA, you can count on a proper rogering. We're here today. We're back. We are celebrating spring and rejuvenation and resurrection and all those good things. It's the beginning of another baseball season, so apologies to Mets fans everywhere. And I'm here, <laughs> I'm here with uh, everybody's favorite pizza, Pizzaremba. In the uh, Derwood Kirby guest. That's uh, right. My personal goy toy. Uh, joined by some juice. So once again. And you're going to be sending me out, right? To do some, uh, you're gonna get some cocktails. I'm gonna get cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> gonna get I'm gonna, cocktails. I'm gonna I'll, 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 even though it's not the Sabbath, I, I will do the physical labor. He's got, yes, he has a he right. has you know, running this, out for the cocktails. They, they say Jews Shabbos don't. Goy is not just on su- Saturday, it could be all the time. You know, they say they, they say Jews don't drink. Well, here are three that do. All right, <laughs> I'm sitting here with our good friend once again, an encore appearance by Rabbi Dan Bronstein. Good afternoon. I was going to tell us all about Passover. We have many, 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 again with the Joe Frank voice, many, 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 many theological questions for you, <laughs> Rabbi Dan. And also, of course, uh, Aaron Lefkove, who Ooh. sells shellfish by the seashore in Gowanus. How's it going? You're Ooh, I was just in Gowanus last night. 
I hope those shellfish aren't from in the Gowanus. canal. Obviously, <laughs> you're raising them up there, yeah, and, uh, yeah, pulling the net up. Oh yeah, right. great. Uh, it's good. It's a little stinky, but it's good. So how is We're still going. Trafe business is good. Oh yeah, I that stuff will pushing more, pushing more trafe now. Rabbi, than I ever help have. us out. That's Little Neck over on Third Avenue in Gowanus. Highly recommended. And coming, and, and coming soon to Williamsburg. Coming soon to Williamsburg. You hear it first. And who else is joining us today? We have a special punk rock star. This is Timmy Dorella, famous punk rocker. How we doing, guys? Note the English accent. Yes. How we doing, guys? Say it in Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first... Here's my reinforcement. Before we go any, any, any farther, we do have actually a uh, question for Rabbi Dan from a listener. Jason Diamond wants to know, can we excommunicate Jared Kushner? <laughs> um, we can, but the, the trouble is it's just putting into effect. Again? Well, no, I mean, we can say we excommunicate him, but to make sure that everyone follows the shunning rules, that would be a whole other thing. Ah, I see. So actually putting rules. it into play. Putting it into play. I, I'd rather issue a fatwa against him. I was going to use that uh, word. Yes, but, um, you know. I can take the fatwa. Well, yeah. last time you were on here, I believe you said there was a special ring in hell reserved for him and, and, and his wife, who we didn't ask for. No, that's true. That's true. Oi, fucking vey. But it is Passover, and on a happier note, we are celebrating... What are we celebrating exactly? Well, I, I was celebrating Palm Sunday, but that's Palm Sunday. But I, did, I didn't get for, go for my. Palm. I had that, yeah, that Palm Sunday that was like not Jesus, the best week Jesus ever had. Well, it started off good. <laughs> yeah, it started out pretty good. It's true that started out great. I guess it ended pretty good yeah. too. I mean, really. Well, uh, well all's well that ends well. The whole ascension thing, I think you got to look at as a positive. Yeah, exactly. yeah. All right, but we are celebrating Passover, and for all the the uh, Goyim and my Gentile friends in the audience, of which there are many, and will be joining me uh, next next week at my, at my house. How, how many? They eat some trafe. Um, can you tell us why what Passover is about, Dan? Passover, uh, one of the uh, major themes of uh, Jewish life throughout the year, uh, every day, is redemption. And Passover marks the specific redemption from Egypt, from slavery. Um, and uh, it's recounted at this time. It's recounted every day, but especially this time of the year, uh, Passover, redemption is uh, counted, and the idea that uh, redemption is still not complete. We know that because of people like uh, Jared Kushner, right? The world is still a broken place. So we recount the... Recounting. Ac- what? That's memory Oppression, me- specifically. Well, not just oppression, It's but I just said it was redemption. about the Jews, where you come from. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, redemption, that's not oppression. Well, that's good. See, so my Jews enjoy recounting you, oppression. Your Jew like, Goldberg got slammed at WrestleMania last week. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, he deserved it too. See the guy who said the Kaddish. So that well, that was no, that was the guy. Uh, that was um, his, his opponent, Paul Heyman. I think they needed manager, to say the Kaddish for him afterwards. Right. right. Speaking but, of the Kaddish, though, I, 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 on a sad note, Don Rickles passed. Away yes, we should dedicate this so, show to him. Uh, he, he was the great, one of the greatest men in the, the, the House of Israel. The, mer- the Merchant Bucks. of Venom. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be celebrating Passover, as I do every year, is now a tradition with uh, Aaron and his family um, out in uh, Queens or Long Island, depending on which venue we're Queens we tomorrow. Queens so, tomorrow. When you say Queens, that's a vague term. What do you mean? In Bayside, Queens. Okay, there you go. That's Thank real you. Queens, not like where you're from. Rasputin uh, is, is its own world. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it every year. How many people were expecting tomorrow? Anywhere from five to fifty. Yeah, there's been a, there's been about twenty four. There's no telling. People at these seders, they make T-shirts at these seders. Dad, have you seen that before? I have not. 
Um, but I am looking you forward to it. You ever seen 24 Jews in an 800-square-foot apartment doing Passover? <laughs> yes, yes, but just never the T-shirt part. <laughs> it's uh, shtetl living for, for the now generation. Uh, I look forward to it. You know, okay, so this is good. We, Rabbi Dan and I were talking the other day about this about our Seder, your Seder, the one that you've been so kind to invite me to, and the orange on the Seder plate, the Seder plate, of course, which has all the symbols of the Passover and the ritual, and the orange, uh, which um, your Aunt Audrey, of course, is uh, very, uh, very progressive, very uh, f- feminist leader of the Seder. And Did you mention Miriam's cup? Mir- we haven't gotten to Miriam's cup. Um, but we'll start with the orange, because I was interested with Dana to say that this sort of a thing came up in the in the 70s, sort of like a progressive Jewish yeah, idea. Yeah. And uh, for those Jews out there who know about the Passover plate, you don't usually see an orange on it because... A rabbi said that a woman belongs on the bima like an orange belongs on the Seder plate. That's that's I, the lore. There, it's a matter of some scholarly. We've dispute. always had an orange on right. our seder plate. Right, right. So um, it depends who you ask. Some people say that's the origin. Some people say that uh, it was a feminist thing. Some people say it was a specifically lesbian thing. But, uh, you know, it's I'll take all of the above. Okay, all right. Well, I think, you know, part of the Passover thing, look, the boys are like, like, like looking around like, what the fuck? Oh, it's okay. This no, is because of what I know why my God you, did for me when I was a Why do you eat bitter herbs? To remember the bitterness. There you go. With salt, the salt water. Why do you drink the salt? Well, the, the, herbs. The, the, salt the salt water and the eggs. My yeah. father's father used to to say that you have eggs in salt water because when the uh, men of the house of Israel were crossing the Red Sea, their testicles got wet. Oh, he used to go. say this every year <laughs> at the Seder. So is, so, this, is this the biggest laugh you ever got? Uh, probably, probably. I thought it was funny. None of you are laughing, but I still think it's good. I'm, I'm laughing. I think it's yeah. great. I think it's very good. I love Passover, man. I, I, I do. I find it very comforting. I think it's a great, great holiday. I like the food. I like telling of the story. Uh, as I mean, I tend honestly not to celebrate uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. I try to keep a low profile and you know reflect and try to be a better person. Okay, but I don't show up at shul either. But Passover, I'm all in. Yeah, I'm yeah, all in. The most popular holiday is it among North American Jewry? And, you know, because because later, Zaramba, if you find the matzah, there's a fiver in it for you. Oh, all right, all right. I got to look for the matzah. The Afikoman. Yes. The Afikoman, which is basically a lure to pay off some kids to pay attention. But we do drink 40 glasses of wine, and I know you're into that. Uh, totally. That's the part I like. All right. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and the wine is improved. You know, well. You don't have one of these, like, fancy-dancy kosher uh, oh, vin- yeah. vintners here. In the old days, it was strictly uh, Shapiro's. Or Ma- the Morgan wine you, David. Or Morgan David, or the wine right. you could cut with a knife, right? right that was their right, motto. Right. If, and you probably cut it with a knife. Morgan David, that's Mad Dog to you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog right. 2020, man. It, like, tasted, <laughs> it, ta- it tasted just as bad coming up as it did going down. That was pretty much, that was pretty much seventh grade in Jethro Tall. That was it. <laughs> oh, boy. Right there. The so um, we're going to do a couple songs today. There are a lot of songs doing? at Passover. Passover's a holiday. There's lots of songs attached to it, which uh, I always liked. So um, we're going to try a little folk uh, music experiment here. I'd like you guys, if we're going to do a little Go Down Moses, and you just guys sing the... Um, yeah, go down Moses part. It's kind of like Timmy. Timmy's gonna sing. He's gonna kind of like a call and response thing. All right, I'm gonna borrow this. But you guys gather around. Yeah, go like that. I love this. Songs uh, are for you. Uh, no. You'll never know how much I really love you. You'll never know how much I really care. <laughs> okay. Oh, when Israel was in Egypt land, let my people go. Oppressed so hard they could not stand. Let my people go. I said, Now go down, Moses, down to Egypt land. Tell 
by the hand Let my people go And I'll deliver you unto the promised land Let my people go Was it just by by accident, Mikey, (laughs) that earlier today I was going over a song by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs? What happened? He was just in question. My favorite, my my favorite of the pharaohs <laughs> would be Sam the Sham. Domingo Samudio. So when, when we used to have Seder at my house, Dan, it used to be, you know, I look at Passover as a sort of like, you know, it's a progressive holiday, and then we talk about oppression and, right. and and freeing from slavery, and immediately we bring it right up to date, you know, because there's always oppression in the world, and this right. is where I'd get in trouble because my right wing mother and her nincompoop right wing husband were not too keen on uh, me talking about current events. And, no, uh, it's, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a, a living thing. It's supposed to be applied to the present, the contemporary world. If not, why do it? It's not just enough to remember. You have to relate it to what's going on now. I love the story, you know, in the you know, in one of the slower parts of the, of the Seder, rabbis in a cave talking no, that's all a, night. That's a great part of the story. I mean, those are like that's like the a team. That's like you know. Uh, I don't know that they were specifically in a cave. I think they weren't they, in a cave. You're thinking uh, no, of another play, story. I'm thinking of Plato. Uh, <laughs> no, there is another story about rabbis in a cave. But oh. No, they're not. They're they're sort of hiding out. It's during a major revolt against Rome, and it's a uh, sort of like if you put together, um, you know, Steve Jones and Rat Scabies and um, ah, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Matlock and um, uh, something Timmy can understand, yeah. right? You know, it's so it's like it's an incredible grouping of rabbis. And they're so enthralled with the conversation the that they Lake go on all night. What's that? It's the Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. No, no, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> that that would you know that would be uh, that would be horrifying. Well, two down, one it's to go. The, it's the Asia of rabbis. <laughs> oh, okay, that's even worse. Oh. No, let's just say it's like Mel Brooks and Don Rickles and Groucho Marx and Mel uh, Burl. Or okay, Caesar. I can get down with that. Yeah. No, I like I liked this because I brought this up because Dan and I were talking the other day, and you said this was like, this isn't just a bunch of rabbis like like, like kibitzing you know, over coffee at Starbucks. This was like a... Oh, no, this is an incredible grouping. Right. This, this, this is good. This is, you know... And, and lots of biographical information on each of these guys. And which, which is great. What were they talking about? Because this is the kind of... We're, choose, we're so good at talking. This is why I am. <laughs> they, were, they were talking about uh, redemption from uh, Egypt and uh, what it meant for their world as well, because they were under Roman rule. And uh, what, what's the uh, what's what's the 2017 analog? Jesus Christ! And every time I turn on the fucking TV, you know, yeah, well, that's a thing, you know. Um, Sad day in Egypt today, actually, but that's beside. And again, I mean, you know, you know, any, anywhere pretty much like uh, east of Maspeth. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, it's pretty rough when uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony includes both Journey and Yes in one year. It's a Shonda. Yeah, Ouch. That's, that's pretty. Um, you know, that's pretty monstrous right there. So that tells you about the cruel world we live in. It's a, it's. A <laughs> <laughs> I, it, uh, speaking uh, speaking of uh, the uh, the story of Exodus and whatnot, uh, I did drop in on uh, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. Oh, that's me. 
Uh, well, Aaron, our, 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 our favorite bartender here at uh, Roberto's. And he's going to cross. Uh, it's, he's he's going to park the Red Sea to bring us the Red Sea and bring us some old fashions. The thing is, he uh, he is uh, leading <laughs> his flock uh, at this moment, and is uh, I couldn't make contact. It's very, very busy. Spe- mo- it's mob. There's a mob scene in Spe- there. Speaking of liquor on Passover, so we're talking about Manischewitz and, and, and the Mad Dog. There's, there's nothing in a bottle. I mean, any wine is generally, there's nothing in it that wouldn't make it not kosher for Passover, minus a blessing. It has to do who, uh, right. I mean, it has to do who prepares it. And um, but, but wine is okay. Grape's okay, but grain not. Correct. So my question is, can I drink cognac? I don't know. What's in cognac? Grapes. Made from grapes. But it's, well, but it's probably... I, I never thought about it. <laughs> Unless it's uh, diluted with, uh, with uh, a grain alcohol, which, uh, which is stuff you drink, maybe. Unless uh, it's diluted with there, bread. There's always Slivovitz. That's usually the uh, alcohol oh, of choice. Jesus, last time I drank Slivovitz, I tried to take my pants off over my head. Right. right. <laughs> Plum, uh, I think I put that stuff in the gas tank of my Bronco. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's so. an eau de vie. Eau de vie made from uh, plums. Yeah, well, every culture's got its, uh, got its moonshine. Yeah, what's your Polish moonshine? It's called vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that stuff you brought me from China. Oh, that that was uh, baijiu. Baijiu. It's made from it's made from sorghum, and uh, it's amazing. Baijiu will really have you. It, what the good thing about baijiu is it's uh, it's very economical. It's the working man's bliss. Right. You, uh, for fifty cents, you can go into any equivalent of a Seven Eleven and buy a, a little half pint of baijiu. And uh, the, the evening has, is it takes off like a skyrocket. It's very psychedelic. I mean, when you when you gave me that stuff, yeah. the furniture moved around all by itself. Yeah, basically, basically a poor man's LSD. Uh, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> I was introduced. To, we were in China uh, last September. The band Flesh Tones, and uh, it, it was uh, Un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is, unbelievable. Is, there, is there a Maoist version of Seven Eleven? There is now. There is now. The, Ma- the Maoists have the discovered the beauties of making money. So uh, there's a, yeah, there's a. It's called what's it called? Lin, Lin is is Seven Eleven, and they're all over. They're much better than a Seven Eleven. They have Baijiu. You know, in China they just call it food. Yeah, that's right. That's a, no, no, no. I discovered the Chinese <laughs> restaurant in Shanghai. It said Chinese food. So why do Jews love Chinese food so much? Again, there's a whole scholarly literature about it, but maybe because. Um, Jews couldn't go out on Friday nights or Saturdays uh, to restaurants. Or Christmas. Sabbath. Sundays, they could go out, and Chinese places were open then. Also, Sunday night Chinese is a long tradition. Right, in heavy use of garlic, so there was that relationship. Jews like garlic, right? Love garlic. What's this got to do with vampires? Um, <laughs> well, and, um, you know... Uh, Maybe because you can hide certain things in Chinese food, <laughs> like like pork and shellfish. You know, if you're having like a ham and cheese sandwich, it's unambiguous. But uh, you can sort of. Uh, I didn't know it was in there. Yeah, Possible yeah. deniability I didn't know is a big thing. With I didn't know it was in my twice uh, cooked pork. So, you know? so, so Aaron, what's, what's the Jewish clientele like over at your Trafe Palace? Once again, there's Little Nick over on Third Avenue. I Jews love shrimp. I mean, my experience is that, that if you're ever at like some catered event a good and the shrimp, shrimp cocktail a, a comes good out, shrimp cocktail. The Jews are like, it's rabid. Yeah, it's rabid. Uh, we've got a, we've got a strong Jewish representation. Uh, <laughs> Despite my many trafe dishes, I've got crab, I've got lobster, I've got shrimp, I've got, I've got it all. Well, Mangosteens, oysters, what can clams, over there? All of it. We take everybody. We don't discriminate. What street are you on, anyways? Third Avenue. Want to, okay, I was just there last oh, night. Over by President Street. I didn't see you there. No, I, I, I didn't. Uh, and soon coming to Williamsburg, and in Greenpoint too, at the outlet. So. uh 
How's this, how's this Jews love out? outlets too. <laughs> At least the Jews where I come from. <laughs> we do. Remember, remember, Pete. It's it's never what did you pay. It's how much did you get it for. <laughs> so, is any of this making sense to you, Timmy? Absolutely none of it. So, what? what, what, what <laughs> I'm glad you could jo- join our our shul of the cool today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what brings you to New York today? Um, I'm here with my wife, and she, it's her birthday actually. Yes, oh, happy, birthday. Uh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, that. Debbie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're. we're just over here for a few days, hanging out, meeting people. All right. And they went to see the UK subs list. Uh, really? The UK yeah. subs? Yeah. The UK subs. The so you UK came for the punks and stayed for the Jews? Yeah. <laughs> when you walked in here, I thought you were in the UK subs. <laughs> Not yet. It's a good combination. <laughs> Where did they play? Uh, they played down at uh, Berlin. Okay. Which is, uh, you, you know, just below, 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 below 2A. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I... One last thought before we get on. we got one more song we're going to do. We're going to unify everybody. We're going to resist. We're going to bring it together. So remember, I got a number we have prepared just for you. But um, we, we were talking the other day, uh, Dan, and this is sort of for um, uh, a group I belong to of sorts. Uh, and I'm always suspicious because they let me in. But it's a group of uh, people posting subversive books and talking about this on a large Facebook group uh, run by your friend, yes. Todd, Todd, from uh, Horizontal Action. Oh, yeah, um, Todd Novak. And uh, it, it's great. So I was putting forth that the Old Testament might be the most subversive book ever written. But I you, think it's subversive. You were making an argument for the Old Testament. Oh, you were saying the new... Yes. No, I think the Old Testament is pretty yeah. subversive. Um, more so. Um, I mean, I would say the Torah. I wouldn't say the Old Testament. The Torah, the first five books. Right. For you people keeping count at home. And, and the prophets in the throughout writing. the years. Banned, burned. It's been all of that. Well, you could say that about Harry Potter, too, but I don't put that on my list. Um, so, so what is it? I mean, the, the Old Testament, that's the angry God. That's the model well, that's, of the angry that's God. Well, that's the stereotype. Uh, the, the word you used was God. wrathful. Right, um, you you see that a lot, but that's uh, I was watching. I was watching Ten Commandments. The Charlton Heston. Yes, because I was trying to get, uh, find the Edward uh, uh, G. Robinson uh, parts. Of, that's that's ah, right. Moses. He, ah. he right. He plays. Uh, they they have the one Jew playing uh, Korach, the bad guy. He, oh, he was or Datan or one of the bad guys. He was yeah. bad. He was bad, but he gets it. He does. He gets swallowed up into the earth, yeah, right? Yeah, he gets swallowed Which is, a, a, one a, could a, only a, hope for in certain cases. But look at Passover. What do we got? We got plagues. I'm going to smite your firstborn dead. That's, uh... Well, it's an idea that uh, you don't get redemption sometimes without pain and suffering, and to remember even the Egyptians, although they were the pain. bad guys. Do you have a favorite plague? We should go around and name our favorite plague. Frogs. Frogs are good. I like frogs. The frogs. No, locusts. Locusts are pretty good. Uh, look, to me, get everywhere. There you go. Locusts is good. <laughs> I like Death of the Firstborn. I think I found my way back to it via Slayer <laughs> Records. <laughs> I, I, I got to go with frogs. I'm sorry. It's Two original, for frogs. Frog? Like, yeah. Frogs is good. And that can be, that can be kosher, right? No, no. Why not? They, they don't have shells, or uh, no. But they, um, I, you know, I couldn't give you the exact technical on, specs. But they're you're a rabbi. They're Come amphibians. On. They're amphibians. That uh, does it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nobody well, for pestilence here. Pestilence. Pestilence. Anyone, not pestilence. Bad. Going once. Going twice. Boils. Pestilence. Mikey. Mikey. Take Hail. pestilence. I like it when the water turns to blood. That's ah, pretty cool. I, turned it off. Well, I saw that scene too. Yes, yes. That's a great movie. I haven't seen it in years. It's, it's, it's good. Heston is, you know, that and Planet of you the Apes. Heston is good in everything. He Green. Does. So a lot of people yes. like to put him down, but Heston is he good. Was, he was a genius. What about my man, Yul Brenner? Yule's great. Oh, that's right. He's the pharaoh. Well, of course. Oh, pharaoh. Right? Sam the Sham. He could be, if only he'd lived to play <laughs> Sam the Sham. All right. As ever, it's been the fastest half hour. What, he, it's over? That's more, You're kidding. More arts and seizures today. 
Where's the pizza? Oh, we, start, last, we started. Right. Right. We started. Right. 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 We started a few okay. minutes. We started okay. a few minutes. Late, I gotta get late, my tray finished before the, the holidays. I was gonna say we get some pizza for Rabbi Dan because after that it's eight days. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a dry spell. Wait of, a second. Of matzah. This goes eight days on matzah. Yeah, yeah. Eight days on matzah okay. and macaroni. Nothing, nothing leavened. Yeah, it gets very uh, annoying after a while. You gotta check on that cognac thing though, right? You can make a pizza with the uh, with matzah. Uh, yeah, but it would be like really uh, crisp, it'd be like really crisp. terrible. Yeah, it, th- it sounds really terrible. Yeah, it sounds horrifying. That's good to me. I, I like Passover food. I find it very comforting. Like I like Passover specific dishes, like a good matzah brie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like a, a matzah brie, brie. It's, a, it's a once a year treat. Yeah, I, I love yeah, it. How, I how, do you do the, how do you do the matzah brie? I do. The, I'll do the matzo. No, no. Like, how do you how do you prepare your matzo brai? A lot of people have different ways of doing. Well, you it. You do it like a French toast almost, but with a lot more eggs. Right. Yeah. You go sweet on it because some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Is Do- is Doctor Brown's celery kosher for Passover? I hope. I don't know. I, I, have, okay. to I have to look at the, the can. I, I, I was going to bring some celery and vodka. I did the... not get that in my training. Ah, <laughs> but you can look at the can. You must have been absent. That some day. things I could tell you about, but not that. Okay. Well, as ever, Rabbi Dan Bronstein, glad to have you here. Uh, Thank you for having me. Please come back. I feel like one of the all-star super-duper menchi... Coupling, what do you, what's the word for the super? What's the word? What's the word? What's, 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 the, what's a nice word for like the the the, um, the Yiddish cop? I'm thinking like the smart guy in the room. That's what I'm feeling. The like. Doctor Zayas. There you go, uh, and the giver of the law. <laughs> the Doctor Zayas. Oh, okay. Now I'm learning something. That's right. I don't think that's Yiddish. <laughs> no, no. Aramaic. Zayas. Oi, oi, Zayas. Zayas. It could be. I have this. I have this new theory that the city of the apes is actually been built in Queens on top of the old World Fairgrounds site. Right? <laughs> um, and I, I, I no. Seriously, because who did that song? You got to fight for the right to party. The Beastie Boys. Was that? But the fight for the right to party beneath the planet of the apes. That would be great. (laughs) With the the mutants. The mutants. Right. Yeah. Who take off their 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 mask? All right. Once again, Arts and Seizure is the fastest three minutes on the radio. Bon voyage, you and Debbie. Thanks for coming, Jimmy. Thanks for coming by. Aaron Lefko, please go visit him at at. And anywhere. Anywhere, basically. I'm out there. He's out there peddling his trafe, but but specifically at the trafe palace on 3rd Avenue. And, of course, Rabbi Dan, we'll see you again soon. Absolutely. All right. We will now reveal our inner selves. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for Free Tour Twirl Knobs, everybody out in Heritage Radio Land. Our sponsor, Roberta's. Uh, We're off next week for Easter. And um, no, I like Easter. I love Easter. Oh. I like Easter. The miracle of the chocolate rabbit. Please. I love Easter. They got eggs. I do love like a Cadbury this. egg. There you go. And they're going to be half price next week. <laughs> they will be half price. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to ske- go to your local CVS. Uh, I'm a little skeeved out by that Cadbury ad, the, the, the bunny that lays the eggs. <laughs> that is a little island of Dr. Moreau for my taste. It's a, it's a, it's a little weird. All right. And thanks to the MTA for exactly nothing. But we're here and we did it. Are you ready, Pete? It's yes, I resistance. Here we go. Maybe slow go. it down just a little. Uh, Come on, give it some soul, Mikey. Here, okay. Don't be in such a hurry. Stand, every boy and girl, woman and man. Let me tell you something else. Man.
make someone happy, make someone smile. Let's work together, make our lives worthwhile. Let's, let's work, work together. together. Come on, come on, let's, let's work, work together. together. Now, now, people, and together we'll stand. Every boy and girl, man, in this land. Now, tell you two or three minutes two or three hours what do they mean in this long life of ours let's work together come on come on let's, let's work, work together. together now now people and together we'll stand every boy and girl woman and man and grab can't help us let's work together everyone come on come on let's, let's work, work together. together come on come on let's, let's work, work together. together now now people let's, let's work, work together, together. Come on, come on, let's work together. Come on, come on, let's work together. Arts and seizures. 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 Go get yourself a clam roll down a little bit. Don't forget the flesh tones. Rabbi Dad, Mike Edison. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Can you dig it? listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.